the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 2 For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. Fathers have a crucial role in this world. They are the main teachers of a family. Lazy fathers cost children more than any other single factor in their lives. Solomon's father, King David, had taught him, and Solomon in turn taught his children. What can you do to build up fathers by this proverb? Fathers should teach good doctrine. They should know their doctrine is good. They should tell their children it is good, and they should press those children to keep it. Doctrine is teaching and instruction. That is what the word means. It is the set of principles which is given as final truth on any subject. To truly be good doctrine, it must be instruction or principles found in the Bible. Godly fathers are not confused or timid men. They know they have the truth and wisdom the world does not have, and they give it authoritatively to their children. God said of Abraham, For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment. Moses commanded fathers to teach their sons. He ordered, And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Being a father by Moses' standards is a full-time job every day, from morning until evening. Joshua declared to the whole nation of Israel, Choose you this day whom ye will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It never crossed Joshua's mind that he should consult the local PTA or PETA or the ACLU or the United Nations or his wife or children as to what religion they should have. He made the decision for them. What a great father! David said to his family, Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. This doctrinal instruction from father to son can have far-reaching effects. The prophet Joel described it this way, Tell ye your children of it, and let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. Fathers communicating the truth to their children can guide four generations, or even more. God has ordained that His truth and His wisdom is perpetuated in the earth by father to son. Where are fathers today? A worldly father lets his wife abort her first pregnancy, divorces her when their one surviving child is seven years old, and during his weekends with his daughter approves chatter that evolution is true, self-love is cool, and vegetarianism is wisdom from the East. He praises her for coming out as a lesbian at 15 and lets her get a tattoo on her forehead 
and studs elsewhere. He is a murderer and a scoundrel. God will judge him severely for corrupting the first and most important office his daughter met in her life. He has no doctrine himself, and he allows her to believe lies. She will be a statistic in a perverse generation. Where are fathers today? The typical Christian father sends the children to Sunday school for a woman to teach, attends a few Little League games, locks out adult channels on the television cable, earns enough by hard work for two families to live on, sends his children to a secular university, and pays for big weddings to carnal Christians or unbelievers. He is AWOL. He is absent without leave. He has deserted his post. He has failed his calling. Fathers today are a despised species. They are demeaned at school, ridiculed on television, mocked in movies, and ignored in court. They are browbeaten at home by overbearing wives who need to say something. They are the butt of most family jokes. Kids learn to avoid them, conspire against them, steal from them, placate them, and disregard them. Real fathers laugh at this conspiracy. They have an office and mandate from God, and they are going to do their job with confidence and zeal. They fear no man, especially their wives and children. They know they have more truth and wisdom than the local school board combined and squared. They say boldly with this proverb, I give you good doctrine. They establish boundaries and rules for their children at an early age. They carefully teach what those children must do and what those children can never do. They inquire about their lives. They follow up on their instruction and they enforce their authority and rules for the children's profit. They say boldly, Forsake ye not my law. And they do all they can to help the children remember it. What is the textbook and manual for such fathers? It is the Word of God, the Holy Bible, the inspired scriptures. These fathers know that everything else is mere drivel and twaddle the babblings of egotistical idiots in love with themselves. They despise any opinion contrary to God's word. They know they have wisdom, righteousness, and life that can make their children and nations great. Where are the pastors to give fathers this holy example? They have abdicated their office to the minister of music, to the minister of sports, and the minister of building programs. They are browbeaten by the deacon board and warned by the denominational headquarters to keep the message watered down to be politically correct and keep the carnal and unregenerate attending the church. Pastors are a despised species. Their heroes in the faith, mighty men who thundered sound doctrine in the past, are ridiculed as Neanderthal tyrants out of touch with their feminine side who preached a male view of God and the psychologically damaging concept of hell. They usually get ten minutes to preach to sleepy hearers in sandals and tank tops, for children's theater, interpretive dance, Jesus rap, and fundraising took most of the service. 
Real pastors laugh at this conspiracy. They also have an office and mandate from God, like fathers, and they are going to blast the trumpet of repentance, reformation, and righteousness. They do not care about numbers, since they know only eight were in the ark and 23 million waterlogged outside it. They will preach the word intensely, in spite of marketing surveys showing the universal demand for fables and entertainment. What is their textbook and manual? The same Word of God, the same Holy Bible, and the same inspired scriptures. They know they are perfectly prepared for any and all ministerial work with only the Bible as their helper. They are not moved by men or angels preaching or suggesting anything else. Listener, do you love sound doctrine? Or are you part of the feminine movement to replace Bible preaching with entertainment and sharing sessions? Could you stand all day to hear the Word of God read distinctly and the proper sense given as it was in Nehemiah chapter 8? Would you do this? Could you grieve for your sins but celebrate for the joy of understanding God's precious Word? Would you ask for the same kind of service to be held the next seven days, as it was in Nehemiah chapter 8. Do you know how to find sound doctrine? It is only in the Bible. It is your duty to search the scriptures faithfully to see if what you hear is right and true. It is your duty to prove all things and hold fast that which is good, rejecting the rest. It is then your duty to earnestly contend for that apostolic religion that was once delivered to God's saints. Do you know how to find sound doctrine? It is only in Jesus Christ's true churches, which are fewer and fewer every year. Can you read 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1 to chapter 4 and verse 4, 21 verses, and recognize that you live in the perilous times of the last days? when most Christians and churches have left apostolic religion for a fluffy bundle of compromising and worldly heresies. Father, at your disposal is God's truth and wisdom. It is in the Bible, and you can easily have a Bible. You should teach your children. You should do it confidently and dogmatically. You should enforce it. Your family's future depends on it. Stand up and be counted among God's mighty men. Do not weakly correct your children like Eli without enforcing godliness in their lives. He painfully lost everything because he was not strict and hard enough with them. You will soon stand before God and give an account of the children he entrusted to your care. Child, your father knows more than you can even imagine. If he teaches you something, Listen to him. If he does not teach you, ask him to do so. When he teaches God's holy scriptures and God's doctrine to you, pay attention. Humble yourself. Do not forsake his law. Do not forget or neglect or disregard his rules. Honor him for his efforts. Thank him. Remember his lessons. Obey his instruction. And then teach your children the same law, the same doctrine from the Bible. You may alter the world. 
Pastor, you are God's ambassador and guardian of his churches and people. You have good doctrine, for the scriptures are profitable for doctrine and for much more. Preach the word. That is your job description. Wage war with your hearers to pull down every foolish thought that they might have in their minds against God's doctrine. Be a fire and a hammer, like Jeremiah told you. The Lord is with you.